0: review episode 31 today i'm on less sleep than usual so if you notice something's a little different maybe it's that sometimes wake up 4am and it's time to go you're not even tired and um, today was one of those days I was really excited to get the week started um, to get some reading done to write um, and so I had to wake up and go I'm going to go right into the posts This week As far as intros are concerned I know I have a lot to say But I want to just jump right into it um, Almost as an experiment onto itself Okay, let me talk about one thing this week, something that I've experimented a little bit with is actually how much I review the this podcast before. Um, I don't review it before posting it, and that's kind of the f- part of the fun, and that's not going to change. I think that as far as what it means to have a podcast. In my opinion, for me, it's that it's a long form, unedited. Um, it's the momentum of that that makes it what it is. And, you know, I know there's podcasts out there that are really heavily edited um, and big production value. And and that's great, but that's really not. Um, I don't actually listen to any podcasts like that um and i don't i think it's totally fine but it's just not where the the fun for me is necessarily so um so on that note i usually just post it um and then i don't even review it i don't even listen to it afterward because i'm superstitious that it will um that that will get in my head and I'll just, you know, not be myself and all that, all that stuff. Um, But there's been something kind of gnawing at me a bit that just, there's so much, when I've I've been doing all these other video recordings, this is the thing, all these more like thought out, edited monologues, um, etc. But none of them on, I'm not, I don't act as naturally as I do here. I find in, in whatever means, um, this setup in this podcast form, I find I'm the most, uh, familiar natural version of myself. And it's more, it's very difficult to capture that otherwise, because I'm, Nervous or act or having or putting on acting styles, or even without trying to act, I just you know, I can see I'm not fully there. So, I wanted to look at that a bit more, I guess, and use that this material a bit more um, and expand on it a bit, maybe, and kind of see these podcasts as almost like a raw material that I could then put out as I always have been, but then to take certain segments of, and then maybe develop them a bit more, uh, and noticing the kind of, um, the difficult, the, the fear I had of listening back to them, and the superstition, like, okay, you should deal with that, and rip the band-aid off there, um, so even going back, and and basically, you um, listening to the, to last week's episode and then clipping out, you know, the, the parts that I'm like, Hey, I, I want to talk about that more. Or, you know, that was kind of interesting. And then editing that and putting it into a different form for a YouTube video. Um, that's been, that's been really interesting. It's kind of led to a lot of, um, different, uh, different directions I suppose so um, so we'll see where that um, where that takes me and then I those parts that I clip out then I transcribe them and then basically subtitle the the videos um, so to like um, really hone in on my speech patterns and kind of my the way I talk um, and for I, I write down every, like the ums and the likes, and the when I phrase things oddly, um, I guess it's it's just kind of why not? I, the experiment is if I focus in on that stuff. Well, is that a way to improve my my speaking skills essentially, um, or just kind of you know? I think there's something to it. So. That's one thing I've been up to. Um, I've also been um, recording kind of a, a daily monologue um, just as kind of um, a routine to continue to um, kind of develop this skill of, of talking um, and, and I guess like whatever. Um, I use I was feeling superstitious in that way that I would use up I would burn all my material essentially if I was doing those monologues every day. And then when it came to this the podcast today, then I wouldn't have anything left and we'd kind of ruin the novelty. But it's again, it's like if you notice you have a superstition or a fear, I think it's better to just Go forward and and see what happens if you confront it, rather than have it just kind of sit there, um, and then just slowly just gain. It builds more and more the longer you kind of procrastinate or avoid those certain things. So, um, so I I hope that it'll just by practicing uh, this kind of thing every day, um, it'll just make it. I'll, I'll do a better podcast at the end of the week anyway. The end of the week, or really, this the beginning of the week um, is is the way to see it. So that's kind of where where this stuff is going a bit. And then it's like, I do it, you know, I write in my journal for about an hour every day. Um, and I guess trying to figure out where... Um, usually when I'm doing these new monologues that I'm talking about, these daily monologues, like I literally just sitting there. I'm, sometimes I'll talk about, I don't know what I talk about. It's like I watched like a few of them back and I'm like, there's nothing here. <laughs> um, but I thought I would take my journal in to those and kind of use that as prompts similar to the way that I, um, that i use the the poems as prompts here so my hope is that i write the poem and then i talk about it on the show then i watch the show back um transcribe some of those bits and then take that material that's been developed just from those daily poems essentially that was like this using those seeds of inspiration and just kind of building that um developing that as farther and kind of building it all into one system integrating those those journal entries and this kind of daily monologue that I've been recording um feels like kind of the new um new thing that I'm trying to bring into the fold here. So um, so that's all very fun and exciting. That's kind of where my head's been at as well. In the meantime, um, figuring out this um, this next cartoon, which uh, this week I have a break from, um, it's a break between semesters from my teaching job. So uh, my plan is really just to dig into that cartoon and finish it um, I mean, see if I finish it or not, but put as much in as possible. So when I check back in here next week, um, I'll, I'll look forward to see where I'm at with that thing. Maybe I'll be really frustrated and feeling like it'll it's a lost cause. Maybe it'll be done. Maybe I'll have made no progress at all. Who knows? But that's what I'm looking forward to um, this week. It's going to be... The current plan is to tell it from first person, whereas the other, the last cartoon, the Blue Nile, was all third person. But I think um, this one seems to have clicked in the in the first first person cartoon. So I'm looking forward to that, and I feel like the story is there. I've broken it down so many times, and it's not changing anymore. I just naturally, I'm just feeling pretty pretty solid about it. So I'll go into kind of the, the more detailed work um, with that plan and, and see how it goes. Um, okay, so I tried not recording an intro, but it looks like I recorded an intro. Um, and to kind of continue to play this game that I've been playing the last few weeks, it's like trying to uh, integrate somewhat of an act structure into the podcast in a really kind of rough way. Um, so, here we are. And um, what's where are we at with Act 1? I think it's like, looking where I'm at right now, I'll write this down. Um, is... Looking forward to integrating um, journal entries into, um, uh, I guess, video and uh, combining uh with podcast I guess so it's kind of a like a I have like an optimism and excitement for um my work it's really I think where I'm at right now and, and what I kind of explained in the intro so that's my perspective at the moment as far as I can tell and I'm exhausted I'm gonna write that little I'm gonna write Uh, Running on little sleep So We met Me at a point in our act one The beginning of the story where I'm exhausted But quite inspired and excited to Get into the week um, Here now, let's see. Here's our first post. It's uh, called Three Ways of Caring. There are three ways of caring about what other people think that I can think of at the moment. Appearance. Ear, hairs, double chin, dandruff. Personality. Annoying, intense, dumb. Choices. The art you make, how you invest, what toothbrush you bought. I have been insecure about all of these categories at some point or another. They come and go, excuse me, they come and go depending on whatever. I no longer want to be insecure about the art I make. I don't know if that insecurity has been as clear to me as it is now that I've framed it this way. Abracadabra, alakazam. Okay, it's done. I'll never be insecure about the art I make again. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks. There's cat shit smeared on the canvas. Fuck you, happy face. Um, cool, that's a good poem. <laughs> and I think that this one was kind of um, inspired by last week's podcast episode. And I kind of wanted to summarize um, what went on with it um, afterward, because I I felt like I just wanted to um, revisit it, I guess um so that's good i'm pretty happy with this one and i I think really what it was is like you know it's i think it's pretty self-explanatory but if you can really recognize you can feel insecure about something but it's almost ha. it's almost happening in the background it's hard to like really see it and confront it and sometimes when you do when you're like can just really understand like, hey, I'm insecure about blank. It's really hard to get to that point of clarity. Um, And I feel like there was some version of my insecurity about uh, my creative endeavors, the art, all that kind of stuff. um, That I was just able to kind of see be like, look, you're super insecure about work. And there's a million reasons why that are, I'm sure hold weight or whatever. And maybe are total bullshit, a mix of both that doesn't matter. What matters is, I don't want to do that anymore. And I don't want to carry that energy forward. So that in the future, when I feel that way, It's just a matter of saying fuck that and literally just altering your mindset via choice until those, the neural, I don't know anything about neural fucking pathways, but (laughs) until those neural pathways, the ones that, those patterns of thinking, um, that are the ones that are the inse- the ones that the the narrative that you've had over the years of you being insecure about your work you change them by by choice and force and not by continuing to explore those insecurities uh, needlessly and and you know hardening those um, those those habits just change it, if you can, um, and then maybe once you're out of it, you can start to understand why a bit more, whatever. But sometimes why isn't the answer, and sometimes it is. I think both of those things um, can probably exist at the same time. So that's what that this is about, and I think it's kind of been a A long time coming with this kind of thinking in this um, in this post so it's good it's good um here we got some thoughts on writing what's this about when you write all day it may seem like there's nothing left to write When you do not write all day, it may seem also like there is nothing to write. There's always another thing to write. And if you feel you cannot write anymore, then just write something down anyway. In your notebook, on your keyboard, in the sand. If there is a wave and it washes away what you have written, it's good to feel the pain of it. Throw your notebook in the fire, highlight everything and delete it, and then empty the computer trash. It doesn't matter. And if your handwriting is illegible, it's probably for the best. It doesn't matter. Senselessly write the next thing when you have no ideas left and when you have no ideas at all. Um, that rings very true um and uh i feel like there's nothing further to say on that exactly it's it's straightforward and that's definitely a change that has occurred over time um with with this whole um with this whole thing is that the need to write the most abstract absurd thing possible has um has faded off for the time being that used to be the the most fun thing in the world with these just getting out all that energy and just i don't know being in that territory but the last few weeks it's just not as um it's not as prevalent which uh think is, is good. I think that's good. What, um, hmm, yeah, but it does leave less to interpret, um, in the moment, but I guess I'm, I'm just trying to, um call bullshit on this at all but i don't i don't really think that i think this is bullshit um i think one kind of one unique thing about this is when the times in my life were like i've lost big chunks of writing that i've worked really hard on it's like this very specific um feeling, you're, you're devastated in a way, but it's also like really freeing sometimes. That, um, because you're never really happy with what you wrote. I mean, that's not true, but if you are, you're probably wrong. And it's really naive. I think that when I was a lot younger, I remember having these like long poetry manuscripts And I remember losing one in specific that I thought was like, so perfect. Um, But like, it didn't, the, the feeling of losing the perfect, that perfect thing, that was more important to, I guess, the reality of, of I feel like that helped me more, getting used to that and having to like really feel that feeling um, than the result of having this, what I considered a perfect manuscript when I was like, you know, probably in my early twenties and it was probably, you know, more or less bullshit. um, It wasn't going to go anywhere, (laughs) but in my head, it was just like, so correct. But I know, like it was not, like it was nothing. It just didn't matter. Um, so, so that's good. And I feel like um, just not seeing this stuff as precious. Is uh, is is a good thing. But also organizing it in a way that it doesn't just totally disappear. Um, and on that note, I found myself thinking about, um, I guess the, the larger state of this project now that I've gotten into the eight hundreds, that's crazy that, um, let's see, this one was probably eight, five, four, three, two, that was the 801th one eight hundred and one post and to think of doing something like this 800 times plus all of the other times that I've sat down to write on top of this it's like it far exceeds that and um, and and that's cool, that's something to be proud of. It's just like knowing how many times you sat down to try to write. Even in this, what seems, this this project feels very small in, in relation to a lot of the other things I've put my time into writing. And, uh, but now it's feeling really big because I started on it and I think I, I was, I was living with Miriam. We weren't even engaged. We weren't even married. We were actually kind of far from that in a way. That wasn't like we weren't, you know, it was an option, but it wasn't something we like talked about or I don't think I was. Uh, it was just early days to getting engaged, to getting married, to getting pregnant and i i stopped there for a second because before we got married and engaged i wanted to the other big life event was getting our cat so dating getting our cat getting engaged getting married getting pregnant moving to our new place here um and then um and then and then having the baby in in the middle of june so I'm starting to see this this project as um, one thousand posts. And uh, thinking of what that thousand posts will cover into the the birth of of our our baby, um, that's really that's really something. Um, so. Uh, and I, I feel proud about that that I that I that I have all of these poems for whatever uh, whatever it's worth. Um, so that's kind of filled me with a lot of inspiration and and that's a good confidence builder. Now that it's been going a couple of years or whatever, so I'll look forward to that. And maybe who knows what I'll do with it? Maybe I'll publish it as like a you know special edition pdf or something and then uh and then i can move into season two but that won't be for another like six months or something maybe uh i haven't done the math uh and i won't i won't do it now but it's still going to be a while before we get there but little pat on the back there let's go to the next post it's called unlimited debt. And I will say, let me say this. Last week, while I was recording, I was doing okay, but I ended up feeling like pretty depressed by the end of it. And while I was like recording, I was like feeling like a negative and not I wasn't feeling good about myself and things like that. Um, and that's okay. But then, um, and that that stayed with me for a few days. And then when I reviewed the the show, I think on Thursday or Friday, it's only a couple of days ago, I watched it back and I was like, there's no indication that your mood is altered at all. So I think that's, there's something to that where it's like, I was really kind of showing myself that people can't see, we can't see each other's moods all the time. You really don't know what's going on um, with other people and how they actually feel versus how they're able to act to the outside world. So um, so that was kind of something to think about. Um, I just got a text from, from Miriam and so here's here's what's going on um she was going for dim sum with her her law friends and uh originally it was just gonna be like just the girls but then the boyfriends and husbands started showing up and I was like she's like you don't have to come but and I was like great like I I don't I want to. I gotta do my my work and everything. But then I realized she would be the only person there without their husband, and that's bullshit. I wasn't gonna leave her some uh, hanging there. And then one of the girls, like you know, she does. She's actually doesn't have a uh, boyfriend or whatever. Um, so if she was gonna be there, then it's like okay, cool. Then you know, and she's kind of. Uh, Like Miriam and her, I think then they could be buddies and then the other girls have their things and Miriam's not like the odd, the odd man out there, but then she got sick or something. She couldn't make it. So I was like, okay, uh, I got to go, but so I was like, okay, I'll record the podcast and then, uh, and then we'll go I'll go with her to dim sum, but now i found out i just got a text that uh one of the other i think he's a boyfriend yes he's a boyfriend to one of the other girls he got food poisoning (laughs) so now i don't have to go uh which is good because i want to be here doing my work and as much as it would be fun, um, I just have trouble doing fun things in when in times where I wish where I'm supposed to be working, meaning everything but Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I usually don't check my texts when I'm recording, but I was kind of, do I need to rush through this podcast? Am I good? Um I would have had to go right, I would have had to stop right at the hour, and uh, now I don't. So, that's great. Not that I don't love dim sum, but we did just go, like, pretty recently. And, uh, And you know what, like, hanging out in groups of people is just not what I like doing. Sometimes it is but the idea of just kind of going for lunch with like a bunch of couples brings me that's uh, just that's not what I love in life and don't get me wrong sometimes when I'm actually there and it's happening and, the, and things are good like it can be awesome and it's very good for um, it's a very good thing I, I totally get it but You know, so I'm off the hook. (laughs) And um, a dim sum tangent. Let's read the next post. It's called Unlimited Debt. I ate an apple earlier today. My wife had cut it into quarters and put it in a plastic bag. And gave me it. If I ever lose sight of how lucky I am. To have her give me a bag of apple slices. I deserve to be hung. In the town square for everyone to see. His wife gave him a bag of apple slices. And he didn't care. Absolutely he deserved to die for that. No question. Fuck him. Lose sight of that. And your life has no value. Your art and your money, and all of that shit, becomes unlimited debt. You can owe unlimited debt with your shit value, or you can owe unlimited debt to the person who gives you apple slices, quartered, in a plastic bag. Um, that's an that's a good one, and. Um, and in context to this whole dim sum tangent, that's... Um, <laughs> uh, it's, I think that's good. I, I hope I'm not missing the point. But I, I would have gone. I didn't want her to... I would have totally gone to dim sum. But she also knows that I... She doesn't need me to go. It's not like... A, I don't think it's that meaningful to her. I think she's totally happy for me to stay at home. And for her to just get to almost, uh, you know, get to uh, go hang out with their friends and just kind of whatever, let loose, not have to worry about me. It's fine both ways. I don't think it's too bad. Um, but you really don't want to become one of those piece of shit husbands who, like, depends solely on their wife for all of their socialization. That's something I got to watch because considering my tendencies that I'm describing, um, you know, it's, uh, I could go down that road 10 years from now, 20 years from now, like, you know, so, whatever. Socializing with others, being a writer, um, you know, how do those things relate They're, you know, it's a weird thing. And I always kind of make jokes about it, but um, it's like to stay home, be like, oh, no, I want to stay home and work. It's like, this is like a bunch of lawyers and, you know, people with with real jobs. And I'm like, working. Um, (laughs) You know, it's fucked up. Um, They have actual jobs. there's one there's another thing that's on the tip of my tongue that I wanted to talk about and it, and it's um it's not that the, the six premiere of succession is on tonight even though it is and I'm very excited because that's got to be my favorite TV show that's on right now um but I had something else right it was about um the, it was the mood thing. I feel like I didn't f- totally follow up that thought, but um, last week I was feeling odd and, and kind of depressed and trying to avoid it. and when I watched back the podcast, I couldn't um, I couldn't really see it. I seemed totally fine. but um, this week, I'm exhausted. Um, but I'm clearly in much better spirits and I feel I have a lot more, uh, you know, happiness and endorphins kind of running through my bloodstream at the moment. Um, so something to note. Next up, shark story. Ah, yes. Okay. Shark story. I'm imagining a worm and a particle of dust. I'm thinking about confidence and fear. I'm wearing a t-shirt and sitting in a chair. I'm looking at the keyboard and the screen. A shark once bit off my penis. I don't talk about it often. It is what it is. I'm a bit hungry. I think I will go downstairs for a snack in a bit. <laughs> that's gotta. That's a classic. Um, that's a classic post from what feels like the old day. Um, and I'm sure I'll always keep writing, and I'll have phases where I go back to stuff like this, but. Um, what can I say? You know, you really gotta wonder where these thoughts kind of come from, and like, you know, we have read some Freud on the podcast before, and I'm sure if there's anyone to kind of talk about the kind of castration um, ideas, that's uh, that's where I'd that's who I'd look to first. Imagining a worm in a particle of dust. I'm thinking about confidence and fear. I'm wearing a t-shirt and sitting in a chair. I'm looking at the keyboard on the screen. So it's like, I know that when I was writing this, I really didn't have much to, um, I knew I was like pretty, pretty bland at that moment. Like I didn't really have much to say. And I was like, sometimes I just start thinking of random animals and stuff when I sit down to write and I don't have much going on. It's just what occurs to me, just in abstract ways. So I was like, okay, there's a worm. Um, and sometimes the other animals, sometimes or bugs and shit, are um, worm. And I was thinking of, a, I often think of snails. That way, and I don't know if I'm thinking of actually a snail or just like the word snail. Uh, and iguanas are another one. I mean, you've probably for those of you who, um, uh, you know, have been uh following the, the show, you probably already this isn't news, but I feel like those kind of there's certain like creatures I get a, kind of hooked on, and, and yeah, worms snails iguanas stuff like that you know weird creatures and uh it's funny to kind of think about some of them and then to decide no it's the worm is right so it's like it's got to be something to that choice whatever it is maybe you'll see where i'm going with this i'm imagining a worm in a particle of dust i'm thinking about confidence and fear I'm wearing a t-shirt and sitting in a chair. I'm looking at the keyboard and the screen. So it's almost like being kind of, um, feeling kind of pathetic, right? That's kind of the, and kind of pathetic and bland and boring. I feel like that's kind of the, what I'm gathering from this. And then it goes, a shark once bit off my penis, so it's like we think about like that joke, but also that choice. It's just so stupid, but emasculating. A shark once bit off my penis. I don't talk about it often. It is what it is. It's so accepting. <laughs> This whole thing, um, and then going. I'm a bit hungry. I think I'll go downstairs for a snack in a bit. It's a it's a good poem. It really it actually is a great poem. I uh, I give it my seal of approval. But uh, I don't know how to. I can't I can't seem to really get under the surface of it, and maybe because. There is no surface under the surface of it. Okay, glue. I have not been reading as much lately. Instead, I have been writing in my notebook a lot. I will have to adjust my thinking, because if you don't read, you become a piece of shit. Life just isn't as good. The stories on HBO are damn good, but somehow even the best TV just isn't the same. It's synthetic protein, still protein, but not the top-shelf stuff. I will have to glue my ass to a couch this weekend and get back on track. This was basically a poem that's like, you haven't been reading enough. Get your fucking act together, man. Um, And uh, and I was talking to my buddy, I think a couple days before, and, and he was really inspired by the books he was reading. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, you gotta, you can't, like, you haven't been reading enough, really. And you, and it's such a, reading, you can be so greedy with it in, in this way of like, you know, you can never read all of the books. There's, oh, the more books you read, the more you want to read. And it's just like, you'll never, you can't really satiate that. So it's kind of a, it's a really great, vice. So I wrote that, that poem. And then the next day, this is definitely like a star's line moment. I got the email from the library saying, your hold is ready to be picked up. And that's a hold I've had for like probably a couple months on this book. Um, so that was really nice, nice timing. The book that came in, It's called Death in the Family, Carl Nausgaard. Carl Ove, I don't know how you pronounce that, O-V-E, Ove, Carl Ove Nausgaard, A Death in the Family. Maybe you've read it, maybe you've heard of it. Um, It's part, volume one of six of this whole kind of um, My Struggle series that he did um and i was able to read about the first 60 pages yesterday um and it's fucking great it really is um i so i came across this this book because when i was in the library maybe a few months ago um i just saw like who's this author i've never noticed before and he had all these books and they were huge this one's like a normal size hardcover it's like whatever three hundred and ninety four hundred pages but there was all these other ones and i was like this guy's like writing way too much like this is crazy Got to, someone's got to slow this guy down um and i was almost offended by how big the books were i was like what the hell is this and i kind of thumbed through them and i was like i don't even know what to make of this and then i walked away but then i kind of kept you know sometimes when like there's been a, a book that's always or a it's like certain music or movies or stuff like that. And they're, they're always been right in front of you, but all of a sudden it, your perspective just kind of clicks and you start just kind of seeing it everywhere. It's kind of like when you meet someone and then you bump into them like two days later. It's just like your perspective has just changed and you just all of a sudden you just know who they are. So you see them and it feels kind of oddly cosmic. So anyway, this book was kind of like that. Um, and it's, and then that's why it's even funnier that you know, this weird little coincidence of like, it's like, I got it. I need some, like, I knew it was coming. You know what I mean? The, uh, the reading gods are, uh, you know, they're kind. And, uh, so anyway, I was, I read a, this first kind of 60 pages and it's been, if it hasn't been that long. It's been like I just finished reading another book that really took a toll on me, but in a good way. Um, But this book really got me excited about writing and, you know, working and being an artist and all that stuff. Um, I really feel like the impressions I'm getting from, from this guy and his writing style is like, He really makes you feel, uh, is normal, the word, it makes you feel when i so, so when I'm writing, I usually write from the perspective of my most idiotic self. I write like really dumb shit. Like I'm like, not necessarily like this this shark just ate my dick but like this really almost like even more childish and naive and stupid in a lot of ways like that's just kind of slapstick I'm talking about like you know and you, and you know you know what I'm talking about writing without trying to be smart now he's clearly very intelligent is very well written but there's something about the spirit of of his his point of view. makes you feel like it's okay to be who you are if I think it's really that simple um yeah it's really interesting stuff and he kind of moves from like really kind of almost like overwritten like harshness to almost like this this like just really light naive um I don't know, like way of looking at the world and the 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 way that he kind of goes back and forth. I'm like, this is really helpful and really inspiring. So, um, really looking forward to finishing this book, and uh, maybe re- I, I feel inspired to try to tackle the tackle more of them. But it's a it's a big project. Six of these these giant books about this guy, but. Um it you know, the other thing to kind of consider is like he r- really writes in detail about like the minutia of his life in like a very realistic way like he's writing from the perspective of himself, but it's also really novelistic is that even a fucking word um uh, it feels very much like a like it could be a fiction novel, but it's his life and it's like memoir as far as i understand so it's a, it's just like a great hybrid of those two things and and when i think about like the the youtube vlog world that's been so interesting to me and i think about almost getting there from two ways one that miriam really likes that stuff and um Just kind of put it on my radar, but it seemed like more of an option when I was reading a lot of Philip Roth, um, and thinking about, I guess, his point of his first the way he dealt with first person and how just awesome it was. And then as I kind of wanted to move out of third person stuff and int- and start experimenting, I guess, with first person because uh, it had been a few years that first person narration and the vlog world really kind of combined in this way that I know is like very cringe for a lot of people but I kind of I don't really care. And this guy, like, I feel like it's like taking writing a diary and combining it into fiction like that's really what it is is like like these vlogs on youtube are often just like these extended diary entries and it's really easy to laugh at them because it's like oh what did you eat for breakfast and all this kind of these dumb details so it's like writing about the mundane um as your main theme and then but doing it in a way that's treated really well and makes it and really elevates it and really gets to the bottom of it that's what that is something that i feel like i've wanted to do for i've always wanted to do it's like how do you put bring life into something that that there was no life into before you know what i mean like i always i think it's funny to write it about a cup <laughs> or whatever um that i guess that's always been kind of part of what i've wanted to do and, and he's just like a master of it like he's really seems to have like figured figured that out in a really specific way there you know i feel like it's kind of why i woke up so early today it was like reading his work yesterday and just like it's this even those 60 pages and i think it just like as i went to bed and processed it and, wo- and I woke up just like, I got to get back to work because this guy's fucking awesome and really inspired me. Um, so maybe you can kind of see what I'm talking about, like, all of the journaling and the vlog stuff and this and I guess trying to combine it in my own way uh, and, and kind of the patterns I have been, especially with these posts and how kind of, you know, almost... Diary-esque they've gotten, um, it's it, it just has given me a lot of energy. I'm very, very excited. Uh so you know, you find things when you're ready to find them. And uh and that's the res that that's the result of this poem. Let me read it one more time now that now that I've given you that all that context. I've not been reading as much lately, which is not even fucking true now that I think about it. Like you know? <laughs> but um, that's how it felt. Instead, I've been writing in my notebook a lot. I'll have to adjust my thinking, because if you don't read, you become a piece of shit. Life just isn't as good. The stories on HBO are damn good, but somehow, even the best TV just isn't the same. It's synthetic protein. Still protein, but not the top-shelf stuff. I will have to glue my ass to a couch this weekend and get back on track. And... Good stuff. It worked. All right. Now, this is the last um, poem of the week. It's called My Last Will. I'm happy to write internet poems. When I die, I will download them all onto a USB chip and bring them into my coffin. I don't know why I think that is a good idea. It's just what I have decided to do. Um, good. That's, uh, I feel like that it's a good kind of, um, good round of, of everything. Um, and it's true. I have been feeling a little, I think when I was describing earlier, all this stuff about starting to really see like okay i'm getting past the 800 mark i'm getting towards a thousand with these posts um if there's any one document that really represents who i am it's not the videos and it's not any of the short stories it's not any of the other writing it's it's got to be the accumulation of of this project um and it's not the podcast either it's the po it's the poems themselves that i write uh, each day without, um, really putting much thought, um, or effort into it's, it's not excruciating. It's really just habit and a calm kind of enjoyable thing that, that I really, has meant a lot to me. And, um, now that it's accumulated, I just feel like I want to take it, take it with me. Um, and that's a good feeling because I usually really would rather destroy everything I made because I think it's shit, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Let us revisit the thought from the beginning. Looking forward to integrating journal entries into video and coming back with uh and combining with I can't read what I wrote down. Uh and running on low sleep. Combining with, what is that word? It starts with an R. I'm sure it's so obvious. Um, but whatever. So I think that's pretty straightforward as far as, you know, okay, so that was the thesis. That's that's how I felt going in in, in the act one. The act two middle, reading those poems. Um. They be- I began the week making a point to try to Get over some insecurities, and it seems like I ended the week um, with a lot of inspiration. Uh, and there's a bit of haziness in the middle, but I didn't really directly challenge that thesis at all. It's pretty straightforward, pretty, you know, ordinary progression. So, to conclude this episode, um, I will say that um, I don't really know <laughs> I think the takeaway is you. it's really don't fucking worry about the quality of your work just keep doing it have the most fun possible when when you're working and uh, and then you'll make something you can be proud of and that really can enrich your life um, more than than anything else so thank you as usual for being here and um, I'll see you again next week